0: This is the Big Finish Podcast, release date 23rd of January in the space year 2017.
1: Hello, I'm Benji Clifford, Big Finish sound designer, podcast co-host and general chatty chap. And I am joined here today by Dalit voice connoisseur, Big Finish producer, Writer and frontman Of Slick Briggs and the Fabulous Four It's Mr. Nicholas Briggs (laughs) Frontman of what? (laughs) Frontman of Slick Briggs and the Fabulous Four It's your great great new band Oh yeah Oh, okay I think it'd be great (laughs) I I think it'd be really good I could imagine you as a frontman With a a tambourine
0: Oh yeah Oh If any I were in my old office I could have pulled up a tambourine for you straight away And a drum and indeed a a recorder (laughs) Perhaps you were like a one man (laughs) band (laughs) Yes (laughs) <laughs> yes, just time for that. Oh, so quick reminder that we at Big Finish are the purveyors of fine audio drama and audio books, such things as Doctor Who, Blake Seven, Torchwood, H.G. Wells, Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Sherlock Holmes, Dracula, Frankenstein, Survivors, The Avengers, <laughs> The Omega Factor, The Prisoner. The list goes on,
1: but I won't. Check us out at bigfinish.com. You should love it. Coming up in this podcast in a moment, the Big Finish news. Our top stories for this week, and that'll be followed by listeners' emails, send to podcast at bigfinish.com, and then there'll be our guest star interview, followed by the random Selectatron, and a roundup of the latest Big Finish releases. Our drama tease for this podcast is Graceless. So Series 4, Episode 1. And by the way, if you haven't ever heard of the Randomoid Selectortron, you're going to
0: love it. It says here. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's a thing, isn't it? It's a, it's a thing in the it's, box. We, yeah, it's great. So we, we randomly... Well, Benji presses a button on a super website created by uh, Hannah Newman, one of our loyal listeners, and it randomly selects a Big Finish release from all of Big Finish's releases. And then we sort of have a chat about it. Sometimes we draw a bit of a blank
1: because neither of us know anything about it. <laughs> The possibilities are and I think that's the best thing. The possibilities yeah. oh, it's, it's a big finish raffle, isn't it really? Yeah yes. Yeah. But with no prizes. But with no prizes, um, nobody wins. Big
0: finish, nobody wins. Big finish. <laughs> what a what a dreadful Nobody strap. wins. <laughs>
2: uh, the Everybody thing lost. to look
0: forward to is uh, Everybody lost uh, the, thi- the thing to look forward to is Whatever gif that Or jif uh, that uh, Hannah gif. Newman's got going on the site I mean it's been from death to the Daleks Hasn't it John Pertwee and Bilal. Stop don't move there's stop poo on the floor Stop
1: don't move anyway sorry Don't
0: slip carry on
1: I <laughs> 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 and uh, as you may have gathered from the image embedded in this podcast, our guest star is the long-awaited second part of Nick's chat. Nick's chat, second part of Nick's chat with Sean Carlson, the man, the legend that is Narvin in our Doctor Who spin-off series. Gallifrey. Yes, I spoke to Sean last
0: year. We had such a fun time that uh, we chatted for ages. I would just add that this podcast isn't being helped by the fact that uh, there are several errors in my script which are really throwing me <laughs> and Benji, so sorry about that. We're sort of, sentences start one way and then end up ending another Keeping way. us on the ball. I, Yes, I can only blame it on. Uh, I was having trouble with Cyber Duck this morning. I'll go no further than that. Quack, anyway, quack. Anyway, yes, uh, sh-
1: that sounds <laughs> like the new release that we're doing, isn't it, <laughs> Doctor Who's Cyber Duck? <laughs> Joe, it's the true. Cyberduck. They've converted the ducks in the park. Stop, don't quack. <laughs> don't throw the bread. The bread. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't do the speaking thing. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, yes. So, um, yeah. And so, in this podcast, we present the second and final part of my chat with uh, Sean Carlson, due to popular demand and completism, of course. Lovely guy, our oh,
1: Sean. Lovely guy. Cool dude. He is indeed a cool dude. Met him at the big finished Christmas party. And dude does spring to mind. He is a lovely chap. So, Nick, do tell me this: Is it time to go to the max? If flipping well is Benji,
3: do it.
0: This is the Big Finish news.
1: You and Benji out on Monday, the twenty-third of January. The fourth set of adventures for Abby and Zara in Graceless. And in case you didn't know what Graceless is about, Abby and her
0: sister Zara are not real people. They were made, created by pan dimensional beings, the Grace, to help save space and time. The Grace gave them special powers. With just a thought, they can be anywhere or when in the universe. They can affect people, see into their heads, influence their thoughts, and they're still learning what they can do.
1: And in this fourth series, the sisters are up to their necks in trouble again in four hour-long episodes written by Simon Guria with guest stars including Sean Phillips, Hugh Ross, Carolyn Pickles, and Dan Starkey. Kira Jansen and
0: Laura Doddington, I say I'm saying it like I don't know them. Kira Jansen and Laura Doddington are brilliant in the leading roles too. Here's a trailer. Coming soon from
4: Big Finish Productions. I'm looking for Abby and Zara. What?
2: There's Zara Louise, the Ahmed's girl. No,
4: Zara and Abby. You mean you don't know them?
2: You're sure they live round here?
4: They saved the town when the tide came in.
2: (laughs) You mean the fairy story about creatures who live in the sun? Launch the missiles. Kill everyone up there. You were here to be observed, not to influence proceedings. Impossible odds and danger, a chance to stand in the eye of the storm. We used to live for that. I lived for that. What are you? We're trying to do the right thing. How could you possibly choose? You just have to. It's awful.
4: What Abby and Zara have done. They've made better against what they've made worse. Is it worth it?
3: No, Abby and Zara must be stopped. We'd do
2: anything to stop them. (sighs) The end of time, and it's going to be ballroom dancing. What's the worst it can do? Melt a hole in reality? What do we do now? Anything we want to. Those sisters in the fairy tale, it's just a story. And it's better for everyone that we're dead. In the dark, in the light, in the dead.
0: Graceless series four box set and there'll be a 15 minute tease of this first episode at the end of this podcast why not
1: dip in fancy a dip the doctor who novel dramatization cold fusion was released last month on download and earlier this month on cd it's been much praised and discussed For example, Sci-Fi Bulletin said,
0: We get a classic Fifth Doctor story in which he wanders around until he finds trouble, as well as a classic Seventh Doctor story where he's clearly 18 steps ahead of everyone else and causing some of the trouble. Both Davison and McCoy are on typically great form. I don't know why I read it out in that funny voice. (laughs) Sorry, Sci-Fi Bulletin. Uh, Mass Movement said, If you like your cakes with cherries on top, then go and buy this one. You'll thoroughly enjoy it. That is actually how they speak at mass movement. (laughs) It's not actually
1: a cake, by the way. It's an audio drama. (laughs) And for those who have bought or will buy Cold Fusion from BigFinish.com, we're delighted to announce a little bonus. An extended CD extras download of behind-the-scenes interviews from Cold Fusion will be available to download through our login through your your login the cyberduck thing put me off <laughs> <laughs>
0: yo 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 yo
1: <laughs> an extended cd extras download of behind the scenes interviews from cold fusion will be available to download through your login on the big finish website it'll be there waiting for you in your account from Tuesday, the 24th of January.
0: As you know, all our releases have a behind-the-scenes CD extras feature on them, but there was more material than you we could possibly fit on this release. Not you, we. Uh, So uh, this is a specially extended version just for you. And if you haven't caught up with this release yet, Doctor Who, the novel adaptations Cold Fusion, starring Peter Davison and Sylvester McCoy, is available from BigFinish.com literally now. And here, by the way, is the bloomin' trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who. Novel adaptations.
2: Who's there? Good afternoon. Lovely weather. Looks like it might snow
4: later. Cold fusion.
2: Shall we explore?
4: Life here is harsh. Resources are
1: scarce. I thought they'd be civilized in the future. target acquired. Thanks to the Scientifica, this planet was one of the most harmonious
4: in the Empire. Yet they need a peacekeeping force.
1: You found yourself in the middle of a serious security incident.
2: You nearly collapsed.
0: A time disturbance. It was like being caught in a hurricane.
2: We wish to probe other dimensional states, to tap into dimensional energy.
4: My friends and I have been on this planet for six weeks, trying to discover exactly why the Adjudicators are massing their forces here, and what the Scientifica is working on. How can I help? That's a ray-shielded
3: door.
2: What's behind that? A recent arrival. Classified research.
3: Heavy
0: security for a science project. Someone here has been manipulating events ever since we arrived.
1: I don't recognise this man. Oh. Hello, Adric. It's a big machine. It's got to be at least a kilometre high. Completely embedded in rock. Hello
4: there! Don't worry, I'm the Doctor. No. No, you aren't. Chief
2: Scientist, something's moving in there. Enhanced audio. What is it? What is it, Chief Scientist?
1: Big Finish. We love stories. Series 3 of Pathfinder Legends begins on Wednesday the 25th of January and kicks off with a brand new adventure path. Curse of the Crimson Throne. Pathfinder. Fi- Stop,
0: don't move. Pathfinder <laughs> Legends is a series of full cast audio dramas based on the global role playing game Hit. And the first story. It's not called Hit, it's just a hit. I, I think I read that out strangely. And the first story in the Crimson Throne series is Edge of Anarchy. Here's the trailer.
1: Coming soon from Big Finish Productions Curse of the Crimson Throne, Edge of Anarchy.
2: Watch. Listen, the cards speak to all those who deign to hear their words. The Crows. The loss of a loved one in the recent past. Kyra is not here.
1: But that letter, you seem so sure.
2: I was sure, but meet me at the Three Rings Inn, she said. We've been here six nights now, and she's still not shown her face. I've walked the streets every day trying to find out something, anything that might lead us to her, but not a word. Nothing. The empty throne. A loss that brings good fortune. But to whom? The king is dead! Long live the queen! There will be justice! With the capture of Trinia Sabor, we can put the death of the king behind us. The juggler. Fate is not on your side.
1: Corvosa! A bastion of civilization on the wild frontier of Vericia. Civilization? I've never known a less civilized place. Every single person I've met is in a bad mood all day, every day.
2: Tangled briar.
1: Old evils rise to threaten the present.
3: I know Corvosa was once occupied by Chelians, but it almost feels as if that diabolical empire still has a grip on the city.
2: The avalanche. Unrelenting disaster. It looks bad. Very bad. There. The reading is concluded.
1: Big Finish. We love stories. And just to remind you, Pathfinder Legends Curse of the Crimson Throne, Edge of Anarchy is available from Wednesday the 25th of January from BigFinish.com. Woof, woof. So that's the end of the news for this week. And I must say, it's been great. It's been wonderful. Uh, so uh, now it is time for the news to take a step down and drift off into the abyss. Never to be seen again. Until next week. Until next week. <laughs> <There it is. laughs>
0: genius, genius. Magic. Time now for listeners' emails.
1: And remember that you can take part simply by emailing us at guess what? Here it is. It's coming up. It's podcast at bigfinish.com. I'll say it again podcast at bigfinish.com. Oh, yeah. First up, then, this is from Vivian Fox. Hello, Vivian. Dear Nick and Benji, found new spam in my inbox today. Vivian's Fox, Ipswich. Oh, right, there's more. I thought that was just it. I thought, well, why are you telling us that? No, this is the new spam. I will, I will read it in this great spam. New from Tollkit Gallifrey, the Drill of Rasselon. perfect for making holes in the space-time continuum. Order now for only twenty-four Pandax and five Pandax for Vortex delivery. Order now for early delivery. Yesterday morning. Terms and conditions may comply. So is the Drill <laughs> of Rassilon. That's amazing. I, the, the funniest thing is, bear in mind that I, you know, I'm not the, the DIY type of guy. Um, that would encourage yeah. me to take apart all my furniture and put it back together again just for the thrill of the drill. Well, I of should Rassilon. explain
0: that we've been the thrill of the drill. Uh, we, we've got a. Uh, Vivian has sent us a picture of the drill of Rassilon. <laughs> and it's like a beautiful drill with a, a sort of vortex and a lightning flash behind it. <laughs> oh, and a Gallifreyan
1: logo on the handle. It's magic, isn't it? It's, that's, that, that's the battery pack of Gallifrey. <laughs> Battery pack of Rasselon <laughs> Okay,
0: here's one from Sally Nelson in Australia. Hi guys. I found BF by my love of Blake Seven, and mm. then tried some of your other productions, not all of which tingled my molecules. Well buck up Buck up in the Blake up. Seven <laughs> series. I heard a voice I found familiar, Anthony Howell. So now I tried your sample of the Avengers Lost Episodes, and now I am hooked. Anthony is terrific i was never an avengers watcher but as audio it's great thanks because i've now become hooked on audio nana sally nelson australia oh thank you sally that's really nice that that's you know that's what we hope happens that people come to us for one thing and then they they walk into the sweet shop and look around and think oh there's lots of other stuff here although obviously big finish audios aren't as bad for you as sweets no they're good for you
1: that's that's a scientific fact there's actually no calories in a cd but, but but they have oh, got that. sharp bits if you if you crunch them, uh, but but I tell you the other thing I, I I'm very impressed actually that that she chose uh, the Avengers as well, especially given that she's not a viewer of the Avengers if you if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, you know, so like, oh, that mm. looks pretty good. I'll give that a go. Why not? So hat's off to you. If I wore a hat, it would be off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's constantly off, isn't it? It is. I suppose that's that's the, you know that's that's it, isn't it? Really, it's, it's always off. I'm always hatting off to people.
0: I do wear a hat in this cold weather. I wear this hat, Benji. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I've seen you wear that hat before. Trouble is I've got headphones on so it's not Let's, it's have, not a look, really let's have a look let's have a look with with the headphones on. Oh, that looks great, I think. Sort <laughs> made yes, you look like pointed. a really long head. <laughs> He's very intelligent, you know. Twice the brain well, space of an average
0: man. <laughs> keeps his brain in his hat. <laughs> That sounds like an old expression, really. <laughs> that fellow there keeps his brain in his hat. <laughs> I don't
1: know what it would mean. That is exactly, yeah, one of those old like black and white films. Yes, yeah, so, you, you see, there we are. We're talking about. Oh, sorry, carry on. No, no, I was, I was just just going off on one. <laughs> I, I, I clearly didn't have my brain in my hat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, since we're talking sort of linguistic things, how about this one?
1: And now for our old friend Melvin Pena. Dear Nick of Rassilon and Bengi dog names. Hooray, I'm so happy. I'm practically doing somersaults. Uh, In uh, the 16th January Big Finish podcast, you debated the American uses surrounding toilet matters. As a citizen of that nation, I am uniquely positioned to provide some information.
0: Can't wait. That sounds ruder than you think, actually. It really
1: does, doesn't it? But but we yeah. we like this story. Toilet matters. I'm uniquely positioned. I'm, I'm uniquely positioned. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the position. I'm ready to offload some wonderful facts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this discussion featured, if you remember, in the recent Doctor Who Christmas special, Nardal keeps asking for the little boy's room, and Mr Brock keeps trying to direct him to the restroom. Leading to a moment of comedic confusion. There are, of course, a number of terms in the current usage related to relieving oneself. Interestingly, (laughs) where American English can often be direct, literal and even crude, there is still a kind of coyness about these matters. This is great. Sorry, this is wonderful. I know that I can just hear people pressing stop in their droves. Yeah, and just just I've had enough. It's, it's they've gone too far. This podcast has gone into the toilet. Well, well, if well, if you're still there, sitting on the carzy, uh, here are a couple of years. So, peeing and urinating are common, as is the more colloquial "take a leak." More adventurous males might say that they're going to drain the snake, whilst young <laughs> children might be heard to say, make a tinkle or take a wee. Ah, wee. But the wee, interestingly, is, is, is spelled slightly differently here. Wee with the E. Wee is similar to wee, naturally, and likely the etymological antecedent of take a whiz. In politer or more formal circumstances, asking for the location of the generalized bathroom or restroom is broadly accepted usage, as are the men's room or ladies' room. The ultra fastidious may abstract it even further and ask, May I use your facilities? Yeah, that's
0: classic. One. That could be very confusing. That is a very confusing one. Facilities? What? Well, I mean, you know, what? Facilities? what for sort of making plastic molds or something you
1: could end up in completely the wrong area <laughs> just just you can just imagine channing can't you i need to use the facilities <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: that, that, in spearhead from space yes, is that? yeah yeah
1: yes. yeah you got it you got it i couldn't remember yeah, his voice yeah. for the life of me so that was that was just He's sort of you know he has that, that wonderfully speaking, gormless yeah. sort of expression But yes, I'll I'll continue anyway. Unfortunately, here in the States, especially in my home state of North Carolina, who can use which bathrooms has become a point of political contention and even legislation over the last couple of years. So much for toiletry. I do have a podcast-related question. Oh, that's a shame. I was quite enjoying all this toilet banter. Um, yes, I was flushed. Hey, no, I, can't, oh, no, I, can't, I can't think of an actual application of
0: that joke. Well, you <laughs> just wanted to say the word flushed.
1: Yeah, you've, you've been waiting on the edge of... Quite literally on the edge of your seat to say that as well, I can tell.
0: On <laughs> the edge of my toilet seat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Someone say bowl. Uh, I, I say seat. Um, guest star... Uh, yeah, it's the podcast related question. Guest star interviewees are always asked, what's accelerating their particles in general entertainment? but the options they're given are books, theatre, TV or films. Just for a change of pace or another alternative, how about what music they're enjoying or maybe what their favourite childhood toy was? Finally, I'm super excited for Nicola Walker's short trip and John Hurt's Invisible Man this month. Buck up, Melvin (laughs) Peña. Still pronounced Peña. He's putting brackets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Um, Well... Uh, thank you for that exhaustive uh, investigation of uh, we. Um, I think you're past that now, all of you who are offended by that. Um, uh, Very thorough. The guests start interviewing. That's interesting because I was interviewing Camille Caduri, uh the other day for the podcast. So hey, that's one that's coming up. And she just offered music. Magic. In the conversation. And I said, "Ah, oh, someone's mentioned that. So, um Yes, yeah, so uh, Melvin, it's not actually d- down to you that I ended up talking to Camille about music, but um, it does come up later, and I'll try to—I'll mention music in my list of things. Favorite toy? I suppose that's a different question altogether. I might just throw that in. Thank you, Melvin. Yeah, thank you, Melvin. And continuing with the linguistic theme, this just in from Rachel Adler or Rainwise. Hello, Nick and Benji. Buck up! Okay. Uh, trying to think of an equivalent American expression, the closest might be, suck it up, which is something <laughs> a coach might say to a whiny kid with a skinned knee. Uh, I think if someone said that to a child in this country, they'd probably be prosecuted. Definitely. Uh, thank you both for brightening up every Monday, a day sorely in need of cheer. In response to a recent question, yes, Americans say we. Oh, we're not past the we thing. Usually we, wee wee we, we, and also pee. <laughs> smiley emoticon i i'm calling them emoticons now because i i've been calling them emoticons for ages and i was informed the other day that my pronunciation was incorrect i'm so sorry uh, i'm always available for transatlantic scatological linguistic discussions another smiley emoticon i love how brits say urinal it sounds very specific smiley emoticon americans say urinal oh i see urinal Uh, Or is it urinal? urinal? Do we we say urinal and they say urinal? No, we say urinal, they say urinal. That must be, yeah. Uh, Yeah, like they say urinus. And we say Uranus, Uranus. <laughs> Makes me laugh um, and Because we have no class She says Oh surely that's not true Or maybe it is uh, it Depends what you mean by class really Class structure or, or sort of Anyway I'm moving on Repeat after me The case of the aluminium urinal Nick's next Sherlock Holmes adventure Of course they'd say the Aluminum <laughs> urinal wouldn't they Yes Enough toilet talk Or lu lingo
3: Love it ah, See
0: what you did Love there it. Very funny I have recently Really enjoyed Forever fallen diary of river song 2 and the sixth doctor trilogy and i'm eager to dig into the prisoner and the third doctor adventures after hearing the excerpts oh well done i'm so glad that works rachel uh, to uh, get you interested in those things i love crossovers and i was wondering how much fun in capitals it would be for jago and lightfoot and ellie to meet iris wildtime i think it would be a disaster Which could be fun. I can't wait for the invisible man. You'll have to. John Hurt is perfect. And the excerpt left me wanting more. That was the idea. Speaking of classics, I would love to hear an audio of the importance of being earnest. Ah, Colin Baker would make a brilliant Dr. Chazuble, Wouldn't he just? Smiley emoticon. That was hers, not my smiley emoticon. (laughs) Funnily enough... I was talking to my wife yesterday. This is just me talking. Sorry, um, <laughs> I feel like Phil Oakey in a Human League. That this is me talking. Um, Phil, he says it's Phil. Anyway, shut up, Briggs. Get on with it. Um, I was in a production of The Importance of Being Earnest for my final productions at drama school, and I played Jack Worthing. Yeah, mm. and it was at the Bob Hope Theatre in Eltham, for all of you South London, Southeast Londoners listening. And I had a fun old time. I could tell you more, but uh, I sense this podcast is already getting too long. Back to Rachel and her email. From now on, I have got to say got instead of gotten. Or perhaps I should say grown accustomed. Ooh, Ooh, smiley emoticon. Hmm, Nick Briggs. You would make a great Professor Higgins in an audio of Pygmalion. I don't know whether that's a compliment or not. Any contests coming up? Oh, yes, competitions, as we call them. That's another difference between the Americans and the British, isn't it? It is. Unintentionally as well. Yeah, they say contests. I do love that contest music. We call it competition music. Smiley emoticon. Uh, Look, for no reason at all, here's a blast of the uh, competition MUSIC just in case Joe Lidster's listening because he really loves it (laughs) Um, yes we haven't had a competition for ages we ought to think about that maybe for the next podcast that's not a promise that's a vague suggestion (laughs) any sales on Jago and Lightfoot coming up? the secret of our sales is that we just don't warn you about them I'm curious about how the Randomoids Electron actually works Is it
1: some sort of massive dartboard? <laughs> <laughs> makes you think of uh, Was it Jasper Carrot's golden shot? <laughs> <sighs> did he take over the golden shot? I think Jasper Carrot did it, yeah
0: all right because it was bob Monkhouse back in my day anyway there was a smiley emoticon there that i f- feel i should mention do you, i mean the the random ones Electron is actually as i mentioned earlier uh, it's a it's a website thingy that one of our lovely listeners hannah neumann newman sorry pronouncing it incorrectly um uh, made for us anyway uh, thanks to big finish for keeping me motivated and entertained while working out driving walking the dog cleaning etc it's always important to keep your etc.s clean. It is. Also, thanks for always tingling my molecules, Smiley and Motocon, and being the best entertainment money can buy. It's pretty good. Right. Pretty good. Attached. It is good, isn't yeah. it? Attached is my mental picture when I hear Pinchy's nose.
3: Love
0: keep calm and audio on. Love it. Rachel, a.k.a. Rainwise, Ohio. So... <laughs> So what is that, Nick and Benji? Oh, I see. It's a picture uh, photoshopped from a still of me in a, an old video called "In Memory Alone," where I'm there wearing a bowler hat and a fake pair of glasses, <laughs> and next to me is Colin Baker. But Rachel has has cut out a picture of a dog and put it on Colin Baker's shoulders. Now, rather
1: than being a comment on <laughs> Colin Baker,
0: <laughs> this is uh, Benji the dog, isn't
1: it? Hooray! I'm so happy. Admi- admittedly, though, you know. If, if if I have to be a dog, I don't mind being a dog. If I if I get to wear a, a great suit, I mean look at those broad shoulders as well. I mean that's not that's not just a dog. That's that's a, a dog of style. I think I think yeah. so. So whilst I should be in the corner crying over the fact that my life has taken a rather canine spin, um, I'm, I'm cool with that. Canine. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm happy with that. More importantly, Nick... I'm stuck on a wall. Let me down. <laughs> cannot compute. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm loving that look, though. looks really good. Loving the hat, loving the glasses. Yeah. Right, anyway, I should get on. Anyway, so finally, Michael or Tin Dog has sent us this quickie on the word Gotten. The word does exist in the northeast of England. Mind you, we say spelk rather than splinter. So what do we know? <laughs> Cheers, Michael. Sent from my Amstrad PCW 9512 full stop.
2: <laughs>
1: Magic. <laughs> spelk is a splinter. By the way, can you do a Geordie accent? Um the only w- I can see uh, yeah meat. That's 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 the only bit I know is hey mates, yeah, meat. How's it going? I can't really do- <laughs>
0: That sounds like, if anyone out there knows of him, Jonathan Ross trying to do an accent. D- he always does accents really badly on purpose. I,
1: t- I tell you what, so if sit me in front of Jimmy Nail doing Crocodile... Jimmy Nail's Crocodile Shoes. Sit me in front yeah. of an episode of that, and I'll come out as if I've, I've just walked out of out of Newcastle fresh as a daisy. Trust me. It went Not at all. <laughs> Although, I was, li- I was listening to... Um, there was a concert of his, for some reason, I, I was listening to On My Way... As I was going to the Newcastle convention for Dimensions. And as it came on, he had a little talky bit in it. And he said, one bit, he said, Hey, I wrote this song uh, in the gymnasium of the Copthorne Hotel, Newcastle. And I was just like, I'm staying there. Yeah, it was was, was emotional. But you weren't in the gym, were you? I was sleeping on the running machine. It was terrible. (laughs) I had to move all night just to stay in the same place. Nightmare.
0: Could I just add this random fact that my brother Colin is the uh, is a newsreader uh, for BBC Newcastle. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. He lives up there.
1: And does and does he have the there. accent?
0: No, but you have to say Newcastle. Even if you're a southerner, you can't say Newcastle, it's just too offensive. This is what so me so and all my friends were saying. It's this, th- say this
1: new thing now that people have to on the telly have to say Newcastle. Yeah. So that's how the people who live there pronounce it. It's very true. It's very true. It's it's just a it's just a strange. But they say thing.
0: that they say that London, London, don't London. They? I'm not going to say London like that.
1: <laughs> News just in from London.
0: <laughs> that London, that London. <laughs> that's a general northern term for London. That London, that London. I can't do it. I've I've failed. Celtic
1: Jack. <laughs> and that's the end of the emails. Benji, care to sum it all up? Uh, Sum it all up. Basically, um, if you walk into your lavatory and look at it, that was the emails. (laughs) I've summed it up for you. That's all you need to know, really. Big Finish would like to apologise for the lavatorial
0: nature of that email section. Just before we bring you the second and final part of our interview with actor Sean Carlson, famed for his portrayal of Narvin in
1: Gallifrey,
0: here's
1: a quick reminder
0: of some stuff.
1: Love stuff, yes, the Big Finish app. Available for iOS and Android. Come on, guys! It's free! F R W E exclamation mark. This is a listening app for customers
0: who have registered with us at bigfinish.com The app enables you to download and listen to any download you've purchased from Big Finish. We're reliably informed that it's changing people's lives. In fact, our marketing consultant Chris said to me this morning that it had changed his life. Yeah, uh, maybe
1: that's an overstatement, but it is awfully popular. It's pretty smashing. If you're a guy like me, you know young cool hip cat who who's got unlimited Meow. 3G on his uh, on his phone because he pays a lot of money to get that um <laughs> you can uh, be be a cool guy when you're traveling and you say hey fancy listening to a, a big finish on my phone and it's limitless click download couple of minutes you got it bada boom it's there one other thing what's that can i just say Vortex. You can. Good, because it's our free online magazine. It's all about Big Finish. And a new one's released every month. You can download it for free, F-R-E-E, from bigfinish.com. That's right, the latest edition of
0: Vortex is always included when you download audio from us too. And there's a physical printed version included in all CD packages mailed out from Big Finish. (laughs) Right, enough blatant advertising. (laughs) <laughs> here's sean carlson so the the question i'm driving towards mm. is you know of of all the big finishes that well is there a big finish that you've heard recently or one that you've heard you know in your whole life that you particularly like that particularly tingles your molecules as i like oh, to say to people gosh. or agitates um, them I can't
3: remember which <laughs> uh i i i loved um paul's first one the uh, storm, storm, storm warning, warning yeah. i love that and i, I instantly thought how great you know that they've gone for a they've created a new companion for him you know Charlie Pollard.
0: Who ended up being tremendously popular.
3: Yes and I've since become well very good friends with India you know Mm -hmm. and and it was lovely to sort of get to know her but I just thought what a cracking job she did and what what a what a great story and, and I really like Paul's Doctor. I like the TV movie and you know people will say well you know it's got its kind of flaws you know and Oh, he's whatever.
0: a he's a great performer, but he I just really think he's, he, he just... was a
3: perfect choice at that time, yeah. you know. And I I would have given anything to have seen a series with him as the Doctor. So thank goodness you guys came along and gave him that chance because he's a terrific Doctor, and I I, I love his stuff. So out of the stuff that I've heard over the years, I, I think it's the McGann stuff that I've really enjoyed. So Dark Eyes and um, yeah, that, those early ones. The, do you mean the the award-winning dark eyes? the award-winning dark eyes which i'm very proud to have been involved in dark eyes three of course
0: you know so yes yes no the, the first one is the one that won the award but anyway. yeah all right
1: all right
3: <laughs>
0: it's, it, it's only it's only uh, in my mind because yesterday i was working with lou jameson and she was talking about how some shows she's in are up for awards and i said Oh, I'll never win any awards. And Andrew Smith, who writes for us, was nearby and he said, Oh, what about dark eyes? And I thought, Oh, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give yeah. you that. <laughs> yeah.
3: I was just being a bit eor. I saw that show that Lou's on about.
0: Oh yes, yeah, so, yes. Yeah, yeah. It
3: was brilliant. Um so um yes, wonderful. She, she I'm, plays I'm, a Welsh homophobic ghost. Is she right? does. Yeah. She does. And and she was brilliant. I mean, seriously, she's just electric on stage, isn't she?
0: Yes. She I mean she's just an amazing actor. Yeah. She just Absolutely. Is,
3: um, Knock my socks off. There were there were there were two scenes in particular that kind of stood out for me and you know when somebody really kinda of just you know Nails it on stage, and you feel that electricity. You know, hairs on the back of your neck. Yes, you know, and you know. Well,
0: she's just so real, isn't she? Mm. In everything she does. Mm. You know, one of my greatest pleasures in Big Finish is to sit this close to her Mm. while she's playing Leela, because just where I happen to sit in the control rooms, her booth is right opposite me, and her and she sits down, and her face is yeah, and just her attention to detail. Is quite breathtaking,
3: actually. It is, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. I I actually feel I've learned a lot from her over the years. I mean that, you know. Oh oh yeah, me too. Because I didn't have a huge amount of audio experience when I started doing Big Finish and Gallifrey, Um, and very quickly I I, I watched Lou, you know, and it's it's that level of commitment and that attention to detail that I thought, well, you know, I've got to I've got to match that, so I've really got to you know raise my game and give it my best, you know, and Mm. always have you know attempted to do that.
0: I always find that she's slightly bewildered by me when I make, uh, when I give that, her those heartfelt compliments, because she thinks, I can tell she's thinking, well, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't, you know, it, it, it's, it, she can't conceive of any other way of doing the job.
3: No, that's, and that's her, that's the kind of actor which, that she is, yeah.
0: Which is what makes her so amazing, mm. and her generosity of spirit as well, as. Um, now, we, so we were talking about specific big finishes you liked, and I think we've got a couple of titles on mm. you. So that, that satisfies that question, yeah. Sean. So the other big question I ask everyone in the podcast is, what's floating about agitating your molecules? <laughs> it's just getting more and more silly phrases. About entertainment in general. You know, I'm talking books or television or film or theatre something that you you is really getting you at the moment
3: i'm glad you went down that road because i thought you were about to say in, in in the world at the moment i thought oh please oh, no, don't no. even get me started we're, we're not, on what's going no, on no, in no, the no, world no. right now we, you know. we stay clear <laughs> of the real world in the big finish yeah. podcast
0: <laughs> i did mention brexit the other week, but we'll move swiftly
3: on for okay that. um yes uh well um goodness me that's a that's a just a train whooshes through where you're thinking it's a train of what? thought that's what it is yeah <laughs> in the world of entertainment i don't know about you but i hugely enjoyed the living and the dead yes isn't, isn't that fantastic explain what it is because there will be some people who right. don't know what it is well that's the difficulty it's it's essentially when i started watching it i just thought okay this is a traditional um ghost story yeah. it, know, bbc BBC One, although it was on the iPlayer at first, wasn't it? You yeah. could listen
0: you could watch the whole thing in one go, which is what yeah. I
3: did. So <laughs> it's like a sort of, yeah, a BBC kind of costume drama ghost story. Yeah. Um, you know, great cast, very atmospheric, really well written. And as the series progresses you suddenly realize that this is much more than just a ghost story mm. is there some kind of timey-wimey thing going on yeah. here there is clearly a I'm just, window i'm getting your heads yeah. on the back of my neck just thinking about it and it's so but i didn't know that you see because i hadn't read any kind of um oh, you know here. synopsis or as to what it was other than that i just thought oh a ghost story a series of ghost stories on bbc one great i'll, I'll watch that's my cup of tea and it was so much more than that. So I think that's the point. It's a ghost story, and it's so much more. There is a tiny, wimey thing going on, yeah.
0: which doesn't emerge for
3: about two episodes. No, and even then, you just get these kind of moments where,
0: <sighs> which are I, crazy. I, I remember you think, when, what?
3: when you know he's walking down, you know, uh, through a, a, a wood in, in, in the pitch dark, in the middle of the night, you know, with, with his um, lantern, and suddenly these lights, you know, blind him. And I thought, are they car headlamps? It, it just came out of nowhere. And it, and it's gone. Yeah, you know, he and started from a moment 1800s, and what? blinded. Yeah. yeah. And you think was it a carriage? Did they have no it definitely seemed like a car for a moment then, you know. And it's little things like that. And there that- was
0: another one where you heard the noise of a plane in the distance and he yes. looked up into the sky and you just saw the vapor trail of a, yeah. a plane. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Cuz when I heard the plane to start with I
0: thought well, was that a weird bit of music or mm. did they accidentally leave on the sound <clears> of a plane while they were filming yeah. it and then they cut to the vapor trail and I thought
3: what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. And so, of course, the, the, the series finale... Don't you know, tell people. I can't say... So, but I mean, I, I that is mind-blowing, is it? Because you really
0: great. think, well, this can't go any further now. Yeah. And then suddenly they open another little door in the story, yeah. as it
3: were. And, which is great, because it just leaves us now, you know trying to see series two which there is a uh, theres there has got to be well, a series two they said there? there would be yeah yeah so it's all if set up for... i'd be very cross well and again you're saying what what's been floating my boat lately um I, I adored vinyl did you watch that series no okay so that was on i think it was on sky atlantic oh that would be why yeah i've got brand resistance to oh, sky no, no. i know i know <laughs> but you know there is there is some great drama on there i you know I've got sky so i can watch the walking dead oh there's another thing i am a massive fan of the i watched walking the dead. first
0: series is that all? And, and then i started watching the second series on channel five i think they mm. showed it on terrestrial television and um if that's what they still call it these days terrestrial so. um I, and i thought oh god this is just people are just going to keep dying and i i find it too stressful
3: well it yeah it is and, and it, it's, it, I just think it's amazing. I think it's one of the best it, things on television. It is beautifully television. done. Yes. And, you know, what's clever about it, you know, the zombie thing, which I'm a huge fan of that genre, it's, it's being done to death every which way. So you nice have- Nice pun there. Mm, <laughs> it, it was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, you know, you have to do something clever with it. And I think yes. 28 Days Later did that. And The Walking Dead does that. And for me, The Walking Dead, it's, it's all about the people, you know, not the zombies. The zombies are almost secondary to yeah. the, the plot. Um, you know that's the situation they find themselves in Um, but it's all about the characters and series two really that's the one where the characters develop I think it's brilliant. They're just wonderful cast and wonderful actors. Nobody's safe, you know? No, I mean, that
0: creates great drama, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. it would be nothing without the characters, Yeah, that's, that's why you care. Yeah. Um, you were going to mention something else on Sky well, I was before saying about you interrupted vinyl. yourself. No, it's right. right. I was oh, yeah, about vinyl, that's vinyl. Right. what is brilliant. that? No, this,
3: this was never produced by Martin Scorsese and Mick right. Jagger, I believe. Right. And, uh, and it stars Mick Jagger's son, so, you know, it's... Um, you know, useful for him as an actor. Yeah, yeah. But actually, do you know what? hes he, I've never seen him acting in anything before. He does look a bit like his dad, and he's terrific in it. Um, so vinyl is, is set in New York in the early 1970s in the rock and roll industry. So and it's wonderful because you get these moments where they're in, I don't know, whatever club, you know, and there's like Lou Reed playing in the background, you know, or those those great kind of characters that were in New York in in the early to mid 70s appear, you know, here and there with with cameos, like John Lennon and and Yoko were in one scene and, you know, and it's done so well. And there's one whole episode where they go to Vegas to try and persuade Elvis to, you know go back to you know what he did in in the 50s you know let's just get you a a three-piece rock and roll band and make an album you know rock and roll you know greats and um, and this is whoever played that actor whoever played Elvis was just brilliant we've all all seen Elvis impersonators over the years but this guy was brilliant such a good episode anyway they cancelled it one series and they cancelled it so HBO yeah Ah. why would they do that it was brilliant
0: well, I, you know. sh- I shall see. It. It'll probably end up sure. on um, so vinyl, on Netflix. One yeah, day. yeah,
3: yeah. I do
0: Netflix. I've not got yeah. brand resistance then, but apparently yeah, they uh, they may go down the tubes. I'm starting mm. the rumor now. I'm I'm influencing the capitalist world. Listen, yeah. Sean, you've clearly earned yourself this is. There's two podcasts worth of uh, interview here, so oh. it's going to be a two parter. So okay. th- thank you for the two parter. We didn't even talk about Gallifrey. Well, you did. You well, did bit. talk. Oh yeah.
3: There we are. <laughs> Gallifrey,
0: Gallifrey, Gallifrey. Is that? Are, are you going to come back in more Gallifrey?
3: I, I've not, I have honestly no idea. I I I'd better go and so. find out for someone. I think we when we were in um, Chicago or, or LA, I think you know that that question came up a few times. I'm pretty sure Jason said yes. So, so yeah. hopefully there will be more Gallifrey, and more Narvin, and, yeah. and the gang. I
0: think we'd be yeah. in dead trouble if if there wasn't more Narvin yeah. in some <laughs> form or another. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, we we could have an early lunch, couldn't we? Mm. Yeah, OK. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> Cheers. Huge thanks to the lovely Sean, who came to visit us in the production office last year. Yeah. Yes, he was also at the rather shabby Big Finish production office Christmas party, which I think you mentioned earlier, didn't
1: you? I did oh, indeed. He wasn't shabby at all, which was a relief. No, he was wonderful company, wonderful company. Even what did you talk to him about? Um, I, I spent a lot of time talking about, about Gallifrey, uh... The, the release is not not the, the planet, although we could have talked about the planet, <laughs> uh, and and the, it's I, the climate, it was, uh, it was quite quite parky this time of year. Um, yeah, and I took a cut. We were taking some photos uh, against the Gallifrey poster. I was sort of saying, you know, trying to get the good perspective right. But a no, thoroughly nice chap, such a lovely guy to talk to, and he's got a great energy about him. Very enthusiastic about about everything that we do. So it was really nice, really really pleasant. Yeah, I think I'm going to spend a bit of time with him at
0: the uh, Gallifrey One convention in um, February. Yes,
1: he said he was really excited about that. Mm. I thought you were just going to say, yeah, I think I'm going to spend a bit of time with him from now on. (laughs) Turns up at his door. Hello! (laughs) Fancy going
0: down the park? (laughs) Uh, It's a bit bit inconvenient at the moment, actually, Nick. Um, I'll I'll wait outside. (laughs) Awkward, you've come all the way to Wales (laughs) to randomly go to the pub.
1: Hashtag sad. (laughs) (laughs) And now, and now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is time for the Randomoid Selectatron. Our friend Ran, who is I thought you were going to say something articulate there. No, no, I was doing.
0: I was miming the music.
1: Oh, magic, magic. Well, yeah. So, so Rand's going to pluck us a little release out of the archive. I can confirm to all worried listeners that Bilal and the Third Doctor are indeed still dodging dog poo on the website (laughs) in the animated gif. Uh, Stop, don't poo. Stop, don't poo. (laughs) You're looking flushed. Um, So, yes. So there we go. Uh, We're going in right now. Very tense. Very tense. What is it? It's The Wizard, or should I say, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Oh, there's one. A real star-studded cast for this one, and uh, yeah, wonderful stuff. Yes, it's starring Ali Doman, Dan Bottomley, Daniel Brocklebank, and Alex Jordan. Yeah. You know the story, don't you? I know the story, okay. but I've not actually, I've not listened to this one, but I have a really good excuse not to, because uh, I, I remember as a kid... Watching, I remember watching the original, and apart from funny, incredibly traumatic with all the the wind stuff, um, I actually remember watching this weird sequel they did called Return to Oz. Oh, which was really good. Which is really good, but but and I've watched it. But si- Gene Marsh, yeah, Marsh, Marsh. I can't speak. Yes, but I just remember it utterly terrifying me. Utterly, like, I just found it really frightening. Those those wheelers, the things with wheel hands. Uh, yeah, and so I think the original is very frightening as well. I think it's 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 totally un. I mean, uh, you can watch it back now, and it is it is an absolute iconic piece of of cinematic history mm. but for a kid it kind of it kind of scared me a little bit for some reason so so I'm, i've not delved into into this one yet just just because i've just kind of i don't know just just never been sort of a wizard of oz sky because of deep psychological scarring as a kid mm. <laughs> yes i haven't heard this production either
0: i've heard lots lots of it here's the trailer
1: Look at that sky. The clouds are reaching
2: down. I said the beer twister. Come on, inside!
0: Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz.
3: When folks move house, they usually have some idea where they're going. But when the house moves and takes them with it, well...
2: We welcome you to the land of the Munchkins. They're so grateful to you for having killed the wicked witch of the East. Killed? A a witch? And for setting them free from their long slavery. Oh, God! No! No, please! You're making a mistake! I need to get home to my aunt and uncle. Doesn't anyone know the way? Well, there is always the city. The city? The Emerald City. Ruled by Oz, the great and terrible oh, wizard. Oh, oh, oh. Is this a rival? A witch with a flying house, disguised as an innocent little girl? No, no. Surely not. We're bound for the Emerald City to ask the Great Wizard to send me back to Kansas. Do you think
1: that Oz would give me some brains?
3: No harm asking.
4: You don't suppose if we asked he'd give me a
2: new heart? New heart? New head. Amazing. Oh, it's a lion! Oh, Toto, come here! Oh, Scarecrow, look out! Hello, are you a wild lion? Oh,
1: you leave Toto alone, you bully! Take
3: that!
4: fight oh, oh, those.
3: You ought to be ashamed, trying to bite a little dog. Oh, oh.
2: call yourself king of the beasts. Oh, oh, oh. Everyone expects so
1: much. It's bravery. That's what you lack.
2: Oh, yes, you're right, my dear. Easily spooked, you see. Time to rally my forces. They are coming right into my trap. And then I'll have the silver shoes and the emerald city and then the whole of the land of Oz east to west north to south shall all be mine
0: a great trailer there
1: that's no, it is i mean when i did the conventions uh, and i think i was there when this just came out and yeah and and people i remember people were buying it going up to their rooms listening to it and coming down the next day and and talking about how great they thought it was so it's, it's definitely one to listen to and it's nice because it's a it's a big finish release that's that's also it's it's of something widely known like the wizard of oz but it's a little big finished take on it. Yeah, and uh, it also has Stuart Milligan in it as Oz, and he
0: was um, he played President Nixon on in the telly, Doctor Who. Doctor Who, that yeah. thing. Jacqueline King I think as he well. Also, he What? Jacqueline King as well. Yes, Jacqueline King plays the Good Witch of the North. Yeah, and Rachel Atkins the Wicked Witch of the West. I've I just worked with uh, Rachel last year in Charlotte Pollard series two, which is coming out in a couple of weeks. If I can finish the music in time i like the fact that dan starkey is playing a winged monkey
3: (laughs) captain
1: that's the way i think of dan mr mr winged (laughs) monkey captain i'll I'll have to stop him if i ever see him in the street excuse me mate didn't you play that winged monkey captain in in the wizard of oz (laughs)
0: that's the thing if i'm having a drink with him in the pub you know when he goes off to the bar to get the drinks in he flies off like a winged <laughs> monkey captain to the bar and <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, there it was he was off like a winged monkey captain straight off
0: well there you are um uh, produced and directed by scott hancock who does loads of great work for big finish uh really had a great experience with him working on charlotte pollard series 2 by the way just a fantastic producer so brilliant staff written by or uh, dramatized by mark platt one of our top top writers so there you have it highly recommended give it a go i think it's rather special
1: and that's the end of the randomoid selector tron for this week it's hopped its way down the yellow brick road it's it's gone wherever else that road takes you it's nipped off up to 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 where the wizard is and 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 it's got into a car and it's, it's off to the Local boot fair. So there we go. That that is the randomizer Selectatron. It will be back next week uh, to, to have a great old time. So here we go. And just before the podcast melts into a pungent blob of collapsing atoms, there is indeed time for Nick to give us a quick breakneck rundown of the latest releases available from Big Finish. Hang on!
0: Torchwood One Before the Fall, starring Tracy ann Oberman, Gareth David Lloyd and Sophie Winkleman. It's brilliant, in fact it's so brilliant I'm going to have to interrupt this to play you the trailer! Coming soon from Big Finish Productions.
2: You two, you're the future of Torchwood.
0: Torchwood One Before the Fall.
2: They've been coming to us for years, but we've been kept in the dark. Rachel, you know what we do here, don't you? On the 31st of December, 1879, Queen Victoria issued a charter creating the Torchwood Institute. An organisation dedicated to defending Great Britain against alien invasion. Hold still! I've got my gun! Over a century later, Torchwood is based here, in Canary Wharf. Excellent work. My name is Rachel Allen. And I'm Tom
0: Big finish. We love stories. There you go. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, the Fourth Doctor Adventures The Beast of Kravenos, Romana, K9, Jago, and Lightfoot join the Doctor in Victorian England, battling the Beast of the Title, of course. The Star Men still out there with the Fifth Doctor, accompanied by Nyssa Tegan, and the redoubtable Adjig. The Avengers. Steed and Keel are at it again in volume seven of the Lost episodes. And don't forget that there's still a free excerpt of The Invisible Man available, adapted from the
1: book by H.G. Wells and starring Sir John Hurt. That's it! And thank you very much, Nick, for that wonderful rundown there. Well, I think it's fair to say it's been an action-packed podcast. We've had new releases, we've had old releases, we've had toilet humour and even a picture of me as a dog in a suit uh, and a drill. Um, So, yeah, a wonderful, wonderful podcast. So it's now time for me to... Don't bother writing a review because Benji's done it. I've done it, that's right. It's it's published published on my podcast review website. (laughs) I don't don't have one. Um, I'm not going to make one either. Maybe you should. Just, just every week. Yeah, it was uh, it was a nice one today. Spoke about, uh, about a couple of things. Uh, checked out the the randomoids. Let and uh, yeah, five stars. Great. So uh, now it's uh, it's time for me to say goodbye. It's been an absolute pleasure. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, and here's
0: a 15-minute tease of the brand-new fourth series of Graceless, starring Kira Jansen and Laura Doddington as Abby and Zara in The Bomb.
2: Hello? Um, excuse me. Hello, love. Not from round here, are you? Just arrived. How did you know? I, I thought I dressed to blend in. And don't you look smart? But I know everyone round here, and the ones who visit. The extended families, the marine biology students, the groups that walk the coast. You're not any of those. You're intriguing, Mr... Poole. Just Poole. Nice to meet you, Poole. I'm Joy. Also answer to Granny and Auntie. Uh, I don't think we're related. Never stops anyone else. What can I help you with this morning?
4: I'm looking for Abby and Zara. What?
2: There's Zara Louise, the Ahmed's girl. No,
4: Zara and Abby. You mean you don't know them?
2: You're sure they live round here?
4: They saved the town when the tide came in. (laughs) Oh,
2: you mean the fairy story about creatures who live in the sun?
4: The creatures are real. The events are on record.
2: Well, if it did happen, it must have been a while back.
4: 316 standard years.
2: That long? Wow, well, there you go.
4: Please, I need to find Abby and Zara. Something's happening in Lyder.
2: Oh, is that where you're from? Um, Lovely part of the world. I had a holiday there half my life ago. We drank plum wine and ate that see-through <laughs> toast.
4: What's happening now? A lot of people will die.
2: Something like? What? The Senate won't allow a war, though what the Senate wants, what actually happens... Oh come on, what's happening in Lydar?
4: I I can only tell Abby and Zara. They have powers, they can
2: help. Please, if you know where I can find them... I'm sorry, Poole. I don't know who you're on about. If they were ever here, they must be long since dead.
4: Thank you for your time.
2: Well, you don't have to go after you've come all this way. At least have some cake and tea. I can't stop. There has to be something we can do. I wish I could have helped. Those sisters in the fairy tale, it's just a story. And it's better for everyone that we're dead. What sort of name is pool i don't know young sort of sweet just your type you should have brought him to visit you'd have had another stroke Ooh, you think so blood pressure amy you're not to get excited chance would be a fine thing oh lighten up i'm fine it's not that we don't know anything is happening in lidar it could be a trick oh come when was the last time anyone tried to find us? Not since Marek was alive. You're forgetting Melissa at school. That was different. Kids getting out of hand. They wanted to see if she did magic like a granny. They didn't really think she or I could do it. And that was a long time ago, too. Have her lot been in touch? Who? Any of the family. I asked them to message you. I'll ask them again. Oh, leave them be. This isn't a place for the young. You know... On the ward down the corridor, there are children in there. Children who aren't going home. You couldn't help them. Even when we had powers. That's what's so unfair. Hey, what is this? Oh, don't mind me. I'm just bored of these four walls. (laughs) And tests. And child doctors who talk to me very slowly. Well, you are very slow. (laughs) (laughs) They'll let you come home soon enough. Amy, oh, of course they will. I've got to keep an eye on you, haven't I? Stop you rushing off to Lidar and causing a big fuss. There's nothing we can do if we knew what it was. Then maybe Joy. <sighs> All right. I leave it alone. Promise? Promise. On all lines are currently subject to severe delays. Please remain on the concourse until your index is called. National Transmat apologise for the delay to your service. Oh dear me, what a bother! Oh, hello, Paul. This is a coincidence. Dr. Landing. I mean, Auntie. You've been checking up on me. Naughty boy.
4: I went to the adjudicator to ask about Abby and Zara.
2: The adjudicator?
4: You mean little Annabelle Corr? She told me a bit about you. Something shocking, I hope. You do know everyone in town. You make it your business to know.
2: Well, I try to help them. Whether they want it or not, is what she said. Yes, that would be our Annabelle. Mean streak, that girl. I once caught her taunting a dog tied up outside the bread shop. Or oh, was that her mum?
4: The adjudicator said you pretend to forget things, especially when you're up to no good.
2: When have I ever been up to no good?
4: Any opportunity, she said.
2: I untied the dog. If it went for little Annabelle, that's the result of her own meanness. That must have been a while back.
4: Some people have long memories. What can I do for you, Dr. Landing?
2: I want to help. That's all I ever want. What's happening in Lydar?
4: Something big. If we could find Abby and Zara...
2: They're long gone. I'm sorry, but they are.
4: I'd hope that they were meant to have these powers.
2: In the stories. But real life isn't quite like that. Tell me, please. Is it why the Transmat is all up the spout? There's
4: not been a formal announcement.
2: To avoid mass panic, which means it must be something big. So what's happened?
4: Nothing yet. It's a ticking bomb.
2: They've called in the experts. They're getting advice from off-world. They're doing everything they can. Well, there you are then. Nothing you could do anyway. Or it seems anyone else. What? Poole overheard them saying it won't do any good. The trouble is... They don't know what's causing the problem. No one can get in there to see. The radiation leak is too big already. And if they can't get in there, it's when, not if, it explodes. And a fusion reactor this size has never gone critical before. It powers a third of the planet, so we don't know how bad it'll be. What's the worst it can do? Melt a hole in reality. Turn the cosmos inside out? Joy! The presidents are all reactors on a much smaller scale. If it were a nuclear explosion, LiDAR would take the brunt of it. Neighboring countries might have some air and soil pollution. But... But this kind of fission reactor is different. More powerful. A lot more. It's like they trapped a small star. But the star wants to escape. And if it does? The models they've run They're prepping for global catastrophe. Mass exodus to the fourth moon. We've got about a week, possibly ten days. But there isn't the transmat capacity or nearly enough skycraft not for leaving orbit. They ran the calculations. 26% of the world population makes it up there if it's done in an orderly way. You know how nicely people queue up when there's something like this. Oh, joy. I've been on to the family, the ones I could reach. Said I got a deal on a holiday. We'll pay their expenses if they all come. They want to discuss it among themselves. You know how they are. Then tell them what's really happening. And let word get out. That's how more people die. People are going to die anyway. Amy! I'm not having it. I won't. We've lost so much. And now it's all the rest of... (coughs) It's not fair. Hey. (coughs) Hey. Steady. Here. (sighs) Dana. Hmm. breathe. To live long enough to see this. <sighs> Look, I've got an idea. You're not going to like it. You're going to make the family an offer that they can't refuse. First-class accommodation. No. I think we tackle the problem at source. Poole says... Where is this lovely pool? You still haven't brought him to see me. He's back at the house, going to stay for a bit while we work this out. You shameless thing. He's looking at how we steer past the jam on the trans mat so we can get to the reactor. But you said he was just someone junior. He doesn't know how to fix this. Well, I think I do. What? Remember I read all those books in the archive? Three centuries ago, when we were different creatures, we don't have powers anymore. But it's still in my head. The knowledge. Some of it. Something. So you're going to walk into a fission reactor that powers a third of the planet just as it's all melting down. You'll burn up in an instant. But maybe not. Maybe there'll be time to make a difference. But you'll die. That's what you're saying. You want to die. There aren't any other options and all these people. I have to help if I can. Oh Joe, you're too old for this silliness. You'll just get in everyone's way. How will you explain who you are to them? I wasn't going to. What? they would just be awkward questions. So we sneak in, see what we can do. And if there's nothing, well, no harm done. Just die a bit sooner than otherwise. At least, I tried. What do you think? It's selfish. What?! I bet you can't wait to get away. This is hardly going to be fun. Possible odds and danger, a chance to stand in the eye of the storm. We used to live for that. I lived for that. I get this right. you live a lot longer. Will I? I know it's not been easy, me being in here, you having to run round. You should have been more selfish. Lived your life, had fun. I've had fun. And I couldn't leave you. As long as we're together, we can do anything. We could, but not anymore. Amy...
1: Would visitors to the ward please make their way to the exit? Hospital visiting times are from 3 until 8 each afternoon.
2: (laughs) You should go. I'll bring you more food tomorrow got to keep your strength up. I mean it. You should go. Something smells good.
4: I followed the instructions in the book.
2: Are you all right? I am now. Can't remember the last occasion I was cooked for. Let me open some wine. I've been making progress. Gathered lots of data. Are you okay? Oh, it's just cold out. Don't mind me. Here we go. To the chef. (laughs) Mmm, that's better. So, what have you found?
4: Right, well, I've got us a pass for the Transmat. Said we were local residents.
2: Let's hope they're too busy to check. Okay.
4: Then I went through the available data. The historic stuff. There have been fluctuations in the reactor core for several years. And no one noticed? It was a concern, but they couldn't explain the anomaly, and it wasn't doing any harm.
2: So they
4: ignored it? They kept an eye on it, which is why they spotted what's happening now.
2: And what is
4: happening? The best guess is that there's something in the fuel that shouldn't be. An impurity. So we sieve it out. You're going to tell me it isn't that simple? You can't just reach into the core. It's like the deep heart of a star. 20 million Kelvin.
2: There are things that live inside stars. Your fairy tale about what happened here.
4: The Senate spoke to the creatures in the sun who say it's not them, that they can't explain it. And they're not able to help. Something about the stage of the orbital cycle. They can't reach over to us for another millennium.
2: But it might be creatures like them,
4: but different. It might be anything. Even if we can get in there and shut down the systems, that doesn't make it safe. We still need, well, whoever comes after us will need to remove the core and put it somewhere safe.
2: Like where?
4: There isn't really anywhere. The creatures have warned us not to drop it into the sun, so there's talk of building a rocket to take it out of the system, but that's in a breach of a couple of treaties. And the size of it, we don't have rockets that can carry that mass.
2: Nothing can ever be easy, can it? Bad risk management, if you ask me?
4: I've copied everything we know into a file so you can read it.
2: Oh good. Homework.
4: Let's eat first.
2: Yes. I'm starving. Let me lay the table.
4: Already done? We're eating outside.